Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. sometimes so uh, you just uh impromptu uh breaks and stuff man Jay Wiggy, take out the trash oh granite it's great to hear your voice as always welcome back 2024 we did take a little bit of a break I think every 2024 has started off with a bang I had to travel out of town for work which is new work and we've had what the new year's and then the uh national championship on on mondays when we usually spend it with you guys so great to be back how are you feeling grant mills everything going well it's all right now about yourself good i think good 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 uh 
you know, I think we only have one more month, maybe six weeks before the daylight turns back. We can do that whole clock bullshit where there's actually, uh, you know, a nighttime that has a little bit of sun to about 7.30, an evening, I should say. So ready for that. And we've got trips planned. Uh, we've got Super Bowl set. We got USFL coming up. Uh, weather's going to get better. Uh, and we're, we're back with you guys. So I, I think it's going to be a good year. I think a much needed break, uh, clear some cobwebs, um, and start the new work ship for me and, uh, feeling good, feeling really good. Feeling good. How was training? Boring. You know, when you've done the same job just for a new company, uh, over 10 years, it's very repetitive. Um, Good thing about that, though, is I remember starting in the career path that I have uh, that chose me because I damn sure didn't choose it. Uh, you know, you, you get kind of, I don't want to say anxious, but maybe you're starting something new. You're learning all these systems after you've done it for a fucking decade. It makes life a lot easier. You can go into it uh, with a little bit more confidence. So it went well, Charlotte, North Carolina. I didn't get out too much. I went to a couple of places, but nothing that most people don't have. More like taverns and drove around, things like that. Um, I, I've been there before. Have, have you been to Charlotte? Did we talk about that before? I don't think I have. Someone was telling me it's getting really overpopulated over there. Yeah, the traffic. When I left to, uh, so I drove up there. It's about six hours. Um it just made it easier. I had to carry equipment with me. I didn't want to go to the airport, load up shit, check a bag, get to the airport there, have to rent a car, check shit, rather just drive. So when I left to go up there, left about nine in the morning, got there uh, in the afternoon. It was pretty busy traffic. Um, when I came back, I actually left at four in the morning, early as shit. That's Eastern time. So got up there around three o'clock. Uh, and got back uh, super early to avoid the traffic. Traffic's rough. I think it's definitely a bigger city, but man, nothing. I had to go through Atlanta. Atlanta traffic is just another level of bad. I hate Atlanta. Fuck Atlanta. I, I'm with you. I, I'm not an Atlanta fan. Uh, shout out to all our friends in the ATL, but it's not a city. I have worked there for many years. I've driven in that traffic. That traffic is just a nightmare. You know, and it's like that all fucking day and night. Yeah, um, it's brutal, man. Don't ever, ever get into any like they'll they'll kill you out there. Like everybody's got a fucking gun, man. Like just in traffic, like that driving shit, man. I just I don't like it, man. No, I don't. I remember uh, when I worked for a, a prior carrier. I went years ago. They had an office north in Alpharetta, and would leave. Uh, sometimes if I didn't want to leave early to you know avoid all the traffic. I would leave late. I think I even left. I think our meeting was like at nine. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to leave around seven at night. Get over there around 10 their time. Traffic surely will be light. Dude, this is like a random Wednesday. Like 10 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock at night. Traffic is still shitty. So, yeah, I, I, I could I could do without it. Yeah. I don't, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I'm glad that, uh. We never got that hub down here like they got. We would be Atlanta right now. So, um, yeah, for Alabama, I'm all right with it, man. 
silver too. silver lining of not getting it at the time. I think a lot of people were probably upset about that, but man, I, I couldn't. Have you flown out of the Atlanta airport ever? Yeah, it's fucking insane. All those concourses, and it's fucking a, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's a nightmare. We had gone to uh, New York a couple years back and stayed with some friends in Atlanta. They lived close to the airport. Not bad close to airport, but close enough where you know a flight was a you know from Birmingham to uh to Atlanta then to New York rather than just Atlanta, New York was like an extra $600. We're like, shit, let's just stay with them and drive over there. So we did that. And, you know, that's actually, you know, that's so much worse checking in there, trying to get through security and all that shit. It's like, are you kidding me? What a nightmare. Uh, busy airport traveling all over. Uh, you know, I, that's another one of those things, least favorite airports. You could probably go down that path one day. Atlanta's up there for me. Washington Dulles has a special place on my hate list. Uh, What's the one in Dallas? There's like uh, a couple of them. DFW, right? Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, it's kind of. I think that's the only one. It's big, but I haven't ever had a problem there. I've been there a it's, couple of times. Yeah, it's not that bad. Atlanta is definitely worse. I think another thing to do with that is like every night in Atlanta can be a party, and I'm just, I'm just, and you gotta pay for everything. It's insane, like the way that it is out there. Um, Plus, I'm old, man. I just don't give a fuck about that kind of life anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't care. But then it's, uh, but it's just different out there, man. You know what I mean? Um, right. So, and not in a good way. Um, <clears throat> who we got? Who is this? Oh God! What up with? Good to hear you. How was your break? Uh, I was pretty good. Uh, you know what's up. Oh, really? So I asked you. Hey. Uh, I don't need your fucking attitude to that, yeah. I'll just get up out of here. Well, shut up. Good to have you in with, uh... <laughs> I did have sex with a girl this uh, break. Oh, how'd that go? Oh, man. She was so fat when she stepped on the scale it said, To be continued. I like that one. Sometimes you do what you gotta do. Yo, yo, man, I had fucked around. I got the flu or something uh, during the break. It was not good. It was some. It was a different flu. I don't think it was COVID, but uh, man, had me praying for death in the bed. I thought I was having a brain hemorrhage, man. No shit. Oh, God. I was like, if you want to go ahead and take me right now, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm like, head, dude. I was like, oh God, dude. Serious. I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's let's do it. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid of death. That's how bad this fucking flu was, man. I don't know, man. This is something different. I hope you guys and your family haven't got that, haven't got it yet, or don't get it because, my God, yeah. not fun. I'm heard of somebody else recently saying they had a probably exactly what you had gotten uh, they're also uh, you know in the area and wonder if something went around because they said the same thing about the headache or something you know they said it was like a massive migraine feeling that they were like wanting to gouge their eyes out just to get to the pain or some shit i was like god oh, damn that must be serious but yeah doesn't sound good, but glad you're better. Did you did you take anything? Uh, any homemade recipes? Mm -hmm. Any medicine? No. Nothing. 
No, no, just chicken soup. Uh, I didn't even get jello this time, which I should have. Sounds good. That's usually good, but that lasts about seven days, man. I still got a little bit of that, like a dry cough, you know, that you get on the end of those things. So. Sure. But other than that, man, it's been kind of just low-key, chilling the shit. Uh, not much going on. We got... Uh, Man, some some uh, we missed a bunch of picks and shit, but Super Bowl picks we'll have that later on. And uh, Carl Weathers passed away. Ooh. Oh, oh, come on, man! Actually, I said Jackson, I, I said I booed the fact that he passed away, not Carl Weathers. That was probably the wrong thing to do. Start <laughs> booing after you. I didn't think you booed. I thought you said ooh. Oh no! I'm I'm a I'm, like you don't know who Carl fucking Weathers is. Yeah, <laughs> wrong wrong choice. I guess that's probably a, a good life lesson, uh, so I don't embarrass myself that uh, any you know my mom calls me and announces a family member passed away. I don't start booing. <laughs> I didn't even I'm, think it was a boo. I thought you said uh. <laughs> well, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. Uh. <laughs> oh Carl Weathers, man. Apollo Creed, the original. I never watched any of the new Creed shit. I just it didn't interest me. Michael B. Jordan. Who cares about him? Yeah, I, I don't give a shit about Michael B. Jordan, man. Nah. Who cares? Not a fan. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't care. It's not that I'm not a fan. It's just that uh you have I don't to watch be... his shit. I don't watch new stuff, a lot of new things. I don't listen to a ton of new music in, either, maybe a little bit. But, I mean, I, it's yeah, you get to that point in life where you're, you're kind of setting your ways and learning new shit just is, you know, it's a lot to go down that path. So, but, yeah, big Carl Weathers fan. Oh, Carl. Man, well, you know, he was up there. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, rest in peace to Carl. Carl. Weathers, remember Carl Malden? Yeah, I know that name. Who was that? That's like an old school like uh, actor. He was real ugly. Oh shit! I can't remember what he was in, but uh, damn. Yeah, oh, Carl Malden. Yeah, I hate <laughs> that he was ugly. Name. He's got a funny name, Carl Malden. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl, Carl. Carl, you remember uh, Carl Malone? Oh yeah, didn't he get a thirteen-year-old pregnant? Fucking sick bitch! Oh shit, I didn't know all that. I, thought, I was just gonna say, get in the jello. The mailman. <laughs> that was uh, yeah. I think he did do that. I mean, that's that's just thirteen-year-old. Yeah, it's sick, sick mm-hmm. man. I don't know. I'm not gonna comment anymore on it. A little bit weird, but uh, that's uh, I think it happened. Just saying. Yeah. Yowzy. All right. Uh, uh, on to other things. So, uh, during the break, uh, anything else happen out there around your way, Wiggy? You know what? Not that I can think of that's standing off the top of my head. Nothing that we haven't discussed. I've, this time of year, we've talked about it. It tends to be a little bit more sluggish because we're in between football after the Super Bowl, of course. Um, yeah, nothing too exciting. Anything else besides, or you've just been down and out. I'm kind of down and out, man. It's been weird. You're sounding That's good, it. though, now. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. It's um, sickness, man. It uh, wasn't good, but <clears throat> yeah, you got to deal with that shit sometimes. So, 
Oh. Here's what it is. You got your um. God damn! What was I gonna say? I can't even. Uh... We're gonna go back and talk about Carl Malden. <laughs> Carl Malden, he's cool. He I'm trying to, cool. I don't think. I don't think it was Dragnet that he was on. He was uh something, something to... old school, man. I know that. So, <laughs> uh, any Carl Malden fans out there, give us a holler, call in, and uh, yeah. So he was, uh, yeah, he had a real big nose, and uh, he did some Broadway stuff, and uh, I don't know, he was famous for something though, <laughs> or something uh, in particular, I think. Was it a streetcar on Broadway? Uh, a streetcar, streetcar named, named Streetcar Named Desire with old Marlon Brando. That was one. Okay. All right. Well then. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where this show's going tonight, y'all. I don't know, just uh, we're just we're just we're just rambling, having fun. We're just rambling. It, you know, I, it is funny looking back at these old badass actors. Like every one of them that was part of that greatest generation, uh, all their like World War II heroes and shit, or served overseas. Fucking Elvis also was drafted at one point in his life. That was later, but not World War II, obviously, but. It's funny to think about that. You don't really see that nowadays. Um, there were some hard motherfuckers back then. I give them a lot of credit. Man, I was watching something about Elvis. How they think he killed himself. Really? Uh, yeah, man. It was going into his whole in his later years. Man, he had this this these drug. Uh, I call them attacks. Uh, like, uh, but I mean, there were his regimen. He would, yeah, man, he would take this ungodly amount of drugs every night in like three increments, right? And it would be like a lot of shit. Like you couldn't survive this shit. But this dude, it was like crazy. And then they said on the last night, like um, he took them all at the same time instead of spread out. Hmm. And so, you know, there goes the conspiracy, uh, old Elvis there. Did you, uh, have, man. I don't know. I was going to say, do you put much, after you watched it, did you put much stock into uh, the theory that Elvis may have killed himself? Did it change your mind or made you just think a little? Uh, I, I think maybe. I don't know, man, because they had a couple of his people on there that were uh, kind of, you know, getting into it and talking about it and whatnot. And uh, oh, I guess I'm 50 50 on that. I could, I mean, with the amount of drugs that you know he's rumored to have done, I mean you're you're you're, you're definitely dancing with the devil a little bit. You're definitely risk, being risky. Uh, so he, you know, at some point you either think you're invincible, or uh, you know maybe maybe he just decided he was going to test fate that one night. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of uh, <clears throat> crime stuff lately for some reason. And uh, it kind of trips me out. It's all, it's all these, uh, all these, uh, <laughs> the husband and wife shit. And like, I don't know, like, what the, why would you, like, you know you're going to be, and it's always the husband. It's always, and every one of them, man, he goes to fucking jail or prison. And I'm like, what are you stupid? Like, do you think you're going to get away? You go, you go automatically be prime suspect number one. Man, like, if I was with a wife, man, I didn't want to be with her no more, dude. I'd just say, you know, 
I'm going to Walmart. I'll never come back. Like the classic shit. No, I don't yeah. know nobody, but you got these guys that kill their kids and the wife. And it's like, man, what do you think you're going to do from now? <laughs> They're going to get your ass. You're going to prison. And that's it. And I don't understand, dude. Yeah. These guys, be they are dumb, man. I mean, it's like they don't even try. Most of them don't. Hey, listen, I mean, it's, it's one of those things I, I have talked about um in a different way i've talked about people thinking they're smarter than the experts in my job we have people that you know, sometimes question the things we do i won't go down that because it's boring but it's almost like you know when you train somebody uh for fitness for example and then they come back and like well shouldn't they be doing this when i'm you're going to an expert right okay so why the fuck are you questioning them i'm not saying don't bring up shit but my point being Especially because I saw a show where a husband, you know, like you're talking about, went in there all gung-ho thinking he was going to get away with shit, went and had the cops interview him. Do you really think that they're not prepared with like DNA evidence or to lock you into a story or understand the law or like you, you don't look like a fucking suspect? I'd feel bad for the guys that like really came home and found his wife killed. I'm like, oh, fuck. Because he... <laughs> You know, you're a sus. You're the suspect at this point, um, no matter what. So, but I, I don't understand that bravado where somebody thinks they're gonna get it, get away with it. Man, maybe back in 1894 or some shit. But this day and age, with all the DNA, the fucking cameras, the I mean, everybody has some shit. And I've seen the ones where like somebody's driving down the street, or the husband said he was, you know, 20 miles away, but one fucking nosy neighbor with that camera pointed on their block. Yeah, or, or like uh, calling the house or like, you know, using the wife's cell phone to call work when you're at work and it pings off the cell tower right by your work. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Um, well, they are, yeah. And then most of the time these cops are asking you questions, they already know the answers to it. They're just trying to see what you say. So Yeah, they're locking you in a story and shit. So, yeah, I, I don't understand when people... I think they're smarter than the law. I'm not saying it's not possible. There are people out there, I'm sure, that know. But you need to have a good understanding of the law. And you re... I mean, there's so much work. And in this day and age, like I said, DNA, cameras, the cell phone tower pings, technology in general. You can't you're not going to get away with it. There's just you're, no way. You're not. And I mean, especially when you... And here's the thing. Okay. If you're willing to take that risk, that's fine. Uh, well, it's not fine. I don't approve of murder um, or other <laughs> illegal acts. But, okay, say you're going to take the risk, though. You've got to realize that there is a good chance you're going to get caught. And if you go to prison and you're a fucking wife killer, especially if you murder your kids or something, I do. Oh, yeah, you're done. Yeah, I mean, why not just fucking go leave? To protective custody. Yeah, and then, yeah, that's going to be hanging out with the other chomos and shit. I watch YouTube yeah. on yeah. prison. Big Herc and all them on uh YouTube talk about that, man. They get treated like shit. No matter where you go, they think they'll go to protective custody, and there they're still going to get treated like shit. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I'm with you. If you just want out of that life, dude, just fucking ghost. It, it would. I could see it being a lot easier to ghost and dip. It's still not easy, but you're not going to get away with murder. That, that tends to raise a, a, a smoke screen when people are found dead. Um, yeah, you can be a shitbag and still... You can... You can come back from it, and you know it might be hard, but you're—I mean—the penitentiary is going to be way worse. 
Like, you're going to lose everything and be in there for a very long time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't get it, man. I don't understand. That's the thing. I don't understand how people don't understand their odds. I mean, if you leave your kids, I mean, what are you worried about? Child support and alimony and shit? Okay, well, here's the thing. I mean, yeah, go pay it for a couple of years. Go get a shitty job somewhere. Live in a shitty circumstance. Or pay don't pay it, and uh, you still don't have to go. I mean, I don't guess. Do they go to like prison for not paying child support? You know, I heard they can. I've, I've known somebody that went for back paying child support. <laughs> what about Emma Wiggy? Has he ever gone to fucking jail for that? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, he has. But then he's. But here's the thing: you start making some effort payments, like a hundred bucks here and there, and everybody's like, "Well, he's trying." Um, it kind of pisses you off in a way, but, um, yeah, I mean, here, well, here's the alternative, go to fucking prison for killing them yeah. or, you know, go and live, you know, below your means, pay your shit and, you know, still have freedom and stuff. So, but I mean, even then that's not even bad it's just deal with it and shit. So yeah, um, you just gotta do what you gotta do, man. But yeah, the long story short there, you're going to get caught this day and age. Did you see any other? shows or cases that appealed to you on these criminal shows that you've been watching lately it's been a mix of some unsolved mysteries i think i've seen all of those about five times over. Golly, so good but, uh, yeah i hate it when they change the fucking theme music in the later ones though it's not a yeah. scare i don't get scared uh i watch a lot of 48 hours mystery Matter of fact i got one of those on right now cool uh, what's another one dateline they got a lot of those husband ones um yeah man so uh i don't know why either man I've just been just been posted up i guess yeah, watching, good shows. Uh, yeah it's kind of depressing i'm <laughs> <laughs> different to watch i guess like uh, maybe peppa pig or something no man i've had to seen that with the kids before that show sucks <laughs> Oh man, I think the kids like they like they like to watch the same thing over and over and over again, man. Yeah, they do. Fuck, same exact episodes over and over. Yeah, well, I had this uh, <laughs> these people that used to work with me, man, uh, and uh, their kid, man, he was like three or four, maybe, man. He would always watch Friday After Next every all the time, and mm. uh, I mean all the time, like. All the time, over and over. I'm like, God damn, how do y'all like doing this? And he was, I mean, he was like three or four. I'm like, man, it's a little young to be watching Friday After Next, but you know, whatever. <laughs> to each their own, I guess. But uh, rough. He was a little bad, little bad little bastard. His name was like Kenny or something. Any any Kenny. any kid named Kenny is bad. Kyle, Joey's, Blake's are bad. Oh, Matt's, Matt's no. are bad. I've heard that. Uh, um, <laughs> so, I'm worried. Yeah. Hello, hello. Man, let's see what's going on in the news. Valentine's Day coming up. What you gonna do? Oh, you gonna 
come for you. What about you, Wiggy? What are you doing for the old battle axe? You know what? That's less than two weeks away. I haven't planned anything. You know what? No, I, I have. We're going to dinner this weekend. I know that. Ooh, that's um, good. Get over with. Yeah. Hey, do it start early. Be done early, right? Ah, uh, why not? That's what most of the girls tell me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, there is a company that offers to scrap your ex for Valentine's Day. Since Hooper, a car scrapping company in Britain. Offering jilted exes the chance to send former lovers to the junkie for Valentine's Day. Scrap Car Comparison announced its, quote, Scrap Your Ex program will allow people to have cars named after their exes before being sent to the scrap heap. Offering a unique form of car tharsis. <laughs> for anyone that has recently gone through a breakup, the Scrap Your Ex scheme is open, to, or open for a limited time to anyone worldwide. Who wants to trash the memories of a past relationship or even nominate a friend's ex that deserves to be junked, the company said in a news release. Anyone seeking to have their ex scrapped for Valentine's Day simply has to put their name into an online form and explain why their particular ex-lover deserves to end up in the dump. Each car scrapped during the promotion will have a chosen ex's name written on its chassis. The person who nominated their ex for scrapping will receive photographic evidence of the deed. Quote, unfortunately, all of us will likely have... All of us will likely have been through a breakup at some point in our lives, and we realize how hard it can be to get over someone and move on, we hope. By providing this unique form of closure, symbolically scrapping an ex will help people leave their heartbreak uh, behind for good. Uh, da, 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 said David Katan, operations manager for Scrap Car Comparison. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and I don't. It doesn't say how much this is or anything. I guess it's. Uh, that was my next question. Yeah, I don't see any kind of pricing, but <clears throat> even the uh, old ex-wife's <laughs> stuff there on the. Uh, scrap heap yeah they got a big rv or something that <laughs> or did you already get closure with her uh you know what i just don't even think about it out of sight yeah, out of yeah you just have to talk to her about business which is the kid and stuff so yeah and if i can give myself a pat on the back and share that piece of advice that's the way to go about it you you, you stick with business i remember um you know when, when that happened that's what i said you know from now on it's strictly about business a kid nothing else and i don't entertain anything else doesn't i you know sometimes she's not recently but you know we try to go, oh do you like this podcast or something like that or you know have you watched this show? I, I just don't answer that that's my advice if you ever have to deal with uh an ex in any format work with them deal with them for a mutual kid you talk business always business don't ever slip out of business because once you get out of business it's not business anymore <laughs> yeah i guess that would be true <laughs> it's true though man don't you know do what you have to it's kind of like a, a good analogy for work too i i, I think um you know I, I don't know how you are and i don't want to get too far off of this i kind of like to scrap cars but you know when i go to work i, I don't have too many work homeboys anymore but I, i've worked mostly at home now but at work when i'm doing my job and i have to interact with any coworkers, man i try to be you know, do my shit and get the fuck out of there. I don't want to be the best employee. I don't want to be the worst employee. I want to do my job and go home. 
business is business. 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 I agree, man. Best, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Shit. Uh, best way to do it, man. Best way to do it. Ew. Yes, sir. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> so check that out if you want to uh, do that, I guess. I don't know how that would, uh, doesn't seem very closer-ish, closer-ish to me, but hmm, to each their own. A little bit of news when it comes to Apple Vision Pro. Now, I know you're an Apple guy, so you're going to get this thing? Hell no, it costs too damn much. What if I hunt it? I'm gonna get one for baby guy. No, you ain't. Good luck with that. Motherfucker ain't got money. (laughs) Apple Vision Pro, not the new frontier for masturbatory masturbatory technology, after all. Alyssa Merchante. Apple's new virtual reality headset, which is 3500, sadly, cannot play VR porn. Man, I think she would suck my dick for fucking 3500. Oh. I should have like a pocket puss or mouth stuck on the side of it or come with it. Apple Vision Pro, the massive tech company's foray into the VR headset space that hit stores a little bit ago. We just talked about how expensive it is. Uh, um, you can use it for working from home, virtually pinning windows all over your house. Uh, I guess it does VR-capable games. It should because this is what it is. Uh, Resident Evil 4, watching sports games with complete real-time stat updates. But one thing you can't do is watch VR porn. And it's a lot of perverts that are pissed about that. As reported by 404 Media, the VR porn community quickly realized that their favorite kind of content won't work on the headset. In a Reddit post on r slash Oculus NSFW subreddit one user asked if anyone had figured out the porn vision pro quote unquote dying to get this to work ha ha quote unquote Uh if anyone has a success story about this please tell me how quote unquote the top vote of comment doesn't mince words worse than psvr2 $3,500 chastity belt (laughs) quote there's a hack for playing vr files you have a avp and quote writes another commenter, it involves restoring it to default settings, boxing it up, selling it on eBay, buying a Quest 3, and pocketing a $3,000 difference. Let us know if that works. End quote. Because Apple Vision Pro allows you to use web browsers and place them virtually in the real world, you can still navigate to Pornhub, for example, and watch as many regular or flat porn videos as you'd like. But VR porn, which is often shot and viewable in 180 degrees, cannot play on the Apple Vision Pro, something VR porn enthusiasts have longed for since the device was announced. The day before Apple Vision Pro's February 2nd release, an r slash Vision Pro post titled, quote, my last night's suffering, end quote, reads, an ode to my last night's suffering with being able to see the space in between the pixels on my MetaQuest 3 while trying to watch VR porn. Breaking my otherwise pristine, immersive experience. Tomorrow ushers in a new frontier of masturbatory technology. Could be a population growth turning point for humanity if it is good enough. Unfortunately, travels to the new frontier of masturbatory technology seems to be on hold. And uh, so, I don't know. They'll probably 
give it a few weeks. You know, there'll be some pervs out there that'll get this to work if it doesn't work at some point. But VR porn beggars cannot be VR porn choosers at the moment. Yeah, I mean, one, I, I've got a, I've, I've got questions. I've got questions. <laughs> First one is just like any piece of technology where there's sex as a uh, potential uh, piece of entertainment on it. How long do you think it's going to be before somebody cracks, hacks, or infiltrates this where you can do shit that you're not supposed to do? I, I give it a month, right? Somebody will figure out a way. They might release an update to block it, but somebody will figure out a way to watch it or whatever the fuck you do with that. Two, you're paying $3,500 for this. Um, you know, I don't have experience, but my understanding, what's a high-class escort for two or three hours? Mm. 800 to 1500 uh, you know, and, and that's on the cheaper end. I'm sure there's much more, and I'm sure there's a lot less if you go to, you know, some CD sites. But, you know, that's probably a couple of visits, three or four, right? Uh-huh. And you're actually doing something. Um, yeah, I, I think there's so many better alternatives than, you know, someone, that's what they were wanting to pursue, man. How, how sad, right? If that was the only reason. Now, you know, they may have just had that as a sidebar goal have you seen the videos where people are walking around with this shit on their face um no. they look stupid yeah there's some on social media people are it looks like huge ass oversized ski goggles and they're like moving their hands as they walk down the street or some on the subway uh, yeah be prepared to watch people get this jacked off their head um <laughs> yeah get their ass kicked because you can't see it coming um, and just people looking like stupidity. If you're trying to escape reality, you can do that in so many other ways. I mean, like I said, if you're spending that much, why not just, dude, you could have a hell of a time at the strip club for 3,500. Yeah, I mean, you could buy a lot of drugs at 3,500. Shit, you could buy, you could buy the block up and split it up, then light the whole block up again. You could make some more money. Uh, 3,500, you could get a good little investment there. You could have a hell of a night, a couple of hookers or something. Um, I feel like why not not get the real thing, you know, a few times, then try to do this VR shit. If that's your only goal with the VR thing, that's stupid. So as a married man, do you watch a lot of porn? No, not really. I never really did back in the day either, though. I mean, you know, here and there, but not, no, I don't, I just. That's good. You know, I don't either, really. I mean, I guess I had like those phases, but. Yeah, if I could totally just not watch it, man, I would. You know, I kind of, I think it's bad. Yeah, I mean, I do too. And I, I also, too, knowing yourself and myself, I think it's, you know, we're, we're guys that are capable uh, if we need to get action. Obviously, I'm married, so I can if I need to. Uh, you're single, but you, you're plenty capable and have gotten plenty of women. I don't think it. that's really, to me, the guys that tend to have issues with the, uh, uh, the porn addiction. It's actually two categories. Obviously, the guys that aren't capable of getting women, but you also see people that, uh, you know, like Christians. Uh, that seems to be pop- But I think they feel, one, if they're married to somebody that's very by the book and doesn't just want to throw out their uh, vagine all the time, um, you know, that's their escape. Or they feel like they're boxed in by their religion and they can't do things that they want to do. So they, a, you know, it's kind of like taboo. Like, ooh, I'm gonna, I mean, I feel like people that have a, a healthy 
sex life otherwise, it's not something they need to escape to, if that makes sense. Would you agree right. with that? No, I think that's a good assessment. Um, <clears throat> I, I just never felt it. Don't get me wrong now, man. I'm, shit, I've gotten down before. and Dude, when I was you know, 16 and shit and first discovered the internet, had my own computer in my room, that motherfucking door locked. <laughs> was, hell yeah. Uh, but I mean, I was 16 with no car and didn't have a way to get down. So, I mean... You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But these days, nah, never, don't really need that. Right. Yeah, stay away from that porn, guys. Yeah. I'm not going to say I don't do it for, you know, sometimes. But, man, I've been trying to start not do that shit no more, really, man. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's not good. It ain't good. Yeah. It's sensitized to, the, you know, you know, it's just, it's bad, bad. Yeah, it's bad and news because it's like uh, morally, it's just, it's just, it fucks up shit. Like, well, it fucks up the way your your brain perceives sex and intimacy and like uh, arousal. Um, yeah, you know, you're, yes, you're, you're, that's a very good point. Yeah, you're you're self stimulating yourself, and if if you do go out and you know find yourself with a woman, it, it actually it's crazy because I mean it's come up in an article before that I've read in fitness, which is a side gig. Uh, do sometimes i mean th- but that's what it is i mean anything where you're uh i want to say unnatural that's not the word but unrealistic yes you're setting unrealistic expectations that you know aren't um you know, most people especially in that and, and see that's where i feel the weird disconnect is with a lot of people i mean I, like i said people that are capable of it uh don't really i i don't see it i mean again this is anecdotal but i don't have that issue but it tends to be two people, people that are not capable of going out or they're locked. They're so, uh, you know, lonely or isolated or, you know, scared of women or whatever it may be. Uh, you know, they just, you know, or don't do it. So they escape into porn. The other is really religious guys that may have a wife, but they've been probably in a vanilla relationship. That's their escape. We already talked about that earlier. If you need to escape, don't go to jail, run off the grid. Um, so that's your, your answer. Uh, find other women. Um, but yeah, man, it, it really is. It's like anything else, anything that you can sit there and constantly do. I mean, it's another addiction uh, that, you know, people need to break, not healthy, um, disturbing and, uh, you know, don't do that shit. Baby's my porn, yeah. Oh Lord. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's do one more story here. 285 year old lemon. <laughs> auctions for $1,700 and $1,780. This one's by, of course, Ben Hooper, who does all these fucking uh, world record deals. A 285-year-old lemon found in the back of an old cabinet drawer was auctioned for $1,780 in England. Brettles Auctioneers in Shropshire said... A 19th century cabinet was brought to the auction house by a family who said it be, uh, had belonged to a deceased uncle. A specialist was photographing the cabinet for sale when the lemon was discovered in the back of a drawer. The fruit was inscribed with the message given by Mr. P. Lou Francini, November 4th, 1739, to Miss E. Baxter. The auction house decided to attempt to sell the aged lemon and officials were shocked when it fetched a high bid of seventeen hundred dollars well seventeen eighty seventeen eighty the cabinet meanwhile sold for forty bucks 
So, yeah, it's uh, it's a picture of it here. It's an old brown, and uh, it's got some writing on it, like I described a minute ago. And so, yeah, that's pretty fucking old. That's an old ass lemon. Of all the things that you said, I mean, there when you said two hundred eighty-five year old, like I had a brief second in my my mind what the next word could be, and you know, I didn't know what you know. I I had no fucking clue it was gonna be a lemon. Um, so I got a good chuckle out of that. I'm looking at this thing, man. This looks. This is. It's brown as shit. Yeah, it looks like a leather ball of some sort. That's exactly what it looks like. Strange. That's actually cool, though, man. I like these kind of stories. Yes. That's what we do here at Everybody Have a Podcast Podcast. World records, weird news, and other news that's weird, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember the Munsters? Did you ever watch that show? I did as a kid. It came on uh, during the day, I think. Uh, if I missed school, it could have been one of those shows. I think my grandmother watched it. Did you like that show? I did. Uh, it was kind of cool. I didn't watch a lot of it, though. It was kind of like you said. It's like a, it's a special occasion, usually, when you have to when you um, watch right. that, I guess. So, um, the guy who played the fucking dude, though, he was huge. Yeah. Um. God, I think he got typecast or uh, or something. I don't know why I was looking him up the other day. Uh, for some fucking reason. Oh, I know what it was. He um. So I was watching Everybody Love Raymond. And you know that big motherfucker on there, Brad Garrett, right? Yeah, the one that talks like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was he was doing like some uh one of his the uh the gestures because I guess he was like he, he was. I think he was like uh, dressed up like him for Halloween or something. And he was doing that funny thing that the, the fucker used to do. And I was trying to find a video clip of that and I couldn't find it. It was funny as fuck, but I never could find it. So that's why I was looking him up. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Interesting show though. I mean, there's no, there's no shows like that anymore. No, Fred Gwynn, uh, six foot, six inches tall, wore about 40 or 50 pounds of additional padding and five inch asphalt spreader boots for his role as Herman Munster. That was a funny show, but it seemed like a you know a take off the Adams family. Um, yeah, but uh, you know I thought they were kind of fun. He was also uh, uh, Judd Crandall in Pet Cemetery. Fred Gwynn. I remember him from that role. I don't remember any others, but I remember seeing Pet Cemetery when I was like ten with my cousin, scaring the shit out of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, good shit. Yeah, good shit. And then there was the uh, the fucking was it the uncle Dracula, I guess. Yeah, uh, what the fuck was his name? Uh, uh, I don't even know, man. He was funny too, though. Grandpa. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. They were, uh, you know, the 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 fifties and sixties had some really good uh, TV. I, I remember. It's kind of funny thinking about it now because growing up, you know, a lot of those shows were only you know thirty, forty years old. Um, and my parents were watching them, and you know, I was like, "Oh, these shows are fucking old." And now, you know, looking back at '80s and '90s shows um, that I fucking love, it's the same thing. Um, but th- they had such a good, crazy ass dynamic, and 
I, I, the reason I talk about it is the other uh, night, you know, maybe a week or two ago, I was watching some streaming show. We got a free uh, subscription or some shit for a wild trial. And I kind of went down that rabbit hole, watched a little bit of Green Acres, which I remember my mom watching as a kid. Green Acres was actually pretty fucking funny. Um, yeah, I watched the Munsters a little bit, the Adams Family, but these kind of unique, quirky ass, weird shows, F Troop. Uh, you know, you don't really see that type of quirkiness anymore on uh, television shows, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, it's it's definitely a bygone era. So I tip my hat to Fred Gwynn, who played Herman Munster, and thank you, Grant Mills, for, <laughs> for bringing that up. Oh, Herman Munster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <clears throat> so... What the fuck are you? What are you? Are you drinking on anything tonight, or uh, you're you're not really drinking, are you, right now? No, I've I've been trying to to not drink. I follow my recovery and my sleeping on a, a whoop, which is a little watch. And man, you know, it, again, it's one of those things we were talking about. You know, my drinking was never really frequent, but on the weekends, you know, like Friday, you know, a lot of times starting Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and then a little Sunday, I'd have a, a drink or cocktail. Um, it really just started, and maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's because I don't drink so much, or maybe it's because I'll, I'll go hard sometimes and not. Um, I, I just really cut it off unless I'm going to go out and do something. Don't get me wrong. I have no issue with it. And sometimes, you know, you know last week went out and had a few beers and shit for work because they took us to dinner and said, hey, you know, grab a couple beers or whatever. But, nah, I just, I don't know. It's, it's really kind of fucking my sleep. Don't get me wrong. I still like those nights where, you know, you have a, way too many and i need those here and there but yeah just casually i've kind of cut it out for the most part i don't know how long it'll last though how about yourself you still getting down on something uh not really i might crack a beer later on but trying to it don't make me feel real good the body the body can't process alcohol very efficiently so no Uh, that's i mean that's just the way it is for everybody it's not I don't think we were really designed for it, but some people live on it. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah but more, it's never good out. It's never in the end. It's never good. But yeah, the more I've read, uh, you know, about like different studies that have come out, and, and a lot of recent ones have about how alcohol, is all, you know, the old uh, train of thought was all oh, a glass of wine every night's great for you and things like that. And they're, you know, coming to the conclusion. No, it's actually not. They don't alcohol. And they don't know what the fuck, man. It's a, Oh, they change uh, it all the time. Yeah. It's all bullshit, man. So I don't know, dude, just do what you do. You know, shit. Yeah. I, I will say this for me. When I monitor my recovery on the whoop, which is basically your heart rate, your heart rate variability, your sleep performance, um, your reco- that's how they calculate recovery. So we know it can monitor your heart rate. It can monitor your sleep, which is like, are you sleeping deep? Are you getting up during the night? If I even have one drink, all that shit gets a little bit worse. If I have two or more, I mean, and, and this is typically later in the night. If I have a beer during the day after cutting grass, no. Uh, but it, it does scale up the more I drink during the day. I mean, my recovery, my sleep, my heart rate is just all over the place and bullshit. And typically that means you feel worse. So I think there's a lot of people and I've seen several people who've been able to drink a lot more than me and and they don't feel it. I could be a lightweight. I have no shame if that's the case. Um, But uh, 
it's mostly like for sleep. I, I never really sleep that great. But man, when I drink, I, I, I'll sleep real hard and then I'll wake up just feeling like absolute dog shit. <laughs> I just, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, so I've actually yeah, been trying to, you know, crank up my running and get get on the eating a little better and, and trying to take a little bit more uh, care of myself on that. Again, that being said, I'm not quitting drinking. I love to have a beer after cutting grass or going out with the boys, catching a night out. And even some shots and shit like that, you know, when we have our guys vacation, you know, shit, I'll be getting on it. Uh, but I want to save that for, you know, those times um, and not make it uh, too much of a habit. And uh, damn, dude, it's fucking expensive and shit, too. Yeah, definitely. Unless you're just, you know, have a cooler full of beast. Ugh. I've seen it. <laughs> I have, too, unfortunately. I- yeah, I solid it. Um, yeah, if if I do have something when, when we were out last week, uh, I drink twice. You know, I, I like a diet coke and a little bit of uh, you know, uh, uh, Jack or something. Had a margarita at a Mexican restaurant too. And uh, co- what the fuck is up with everybody and diet cokes? Will someone <sighs> please tell me this? I like them better for you than the goddamn regular Coke. You know that, right? Like that shit's got fucking just because it ain't got nothing on the label, man. It's got sucralose in it, which is a DNA breaker, fucking, and all kind of like fucking artificial sweeteners. Whereas, I don't know, man. I just I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I mean, for me, it's the the cal. I'm looking at the calories and the sugar. Are there other shit in it, man? There's shit in everything. I mean, anything at this point, if you're gonna go somewhere to the store. And just about drink or eat anything. I mean, if you're even out, even eating out at a restaurant, I mean, half that shit that they package. Well, it's to a degree, man. Like, I drink water anyway, straight up. And if I'm going to get a Coke, it's going to be a Mexican Coke, which just got regular sugar in it. And I would say that, yeah. I would say there's levels to it. But I think, you know, there's a couple of guys that have done those studies. I mean, if you're drinking many a day, yeah, I mean, that's anything's going to be bad. But, you know, I'll have some. I try to cut it. I'm mostly water, a little coffee and shit. But hell, I mean, even looking at the you know the fat free coffee creamer we drink is mostly fucking like you know a diluted vegetable oil. Um, and people are like, well, fuck, it's so sugar free and fat free. It can yeah. say all that shit all at once. They can put that on a horse turd. See, you're proving my point right there. No, I agree with your point, yeah. but I just I, I think to me it's just not the hill to die on because everything. Unless you're growing your own shit and you know exactly where it's coming from. You're not wrong about that. Even bottled water is, you know. Yeah. There's there's varying degrees on it, though. And so my whole thing is mad the man-made sweetener issue. Like, I have a problem because, I don't know, man. That shit's just so fucking bad. I don't think people realize, man, because it's not. They're looking at the goddamn nutrition label. That ain't shit, dude. It's not going to show you aspartame and sucralose. And all that shit. That shit is bogus. Like, oh, yeah. That shit is bogus. Sucralose breaks your DNA down, dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't get it. Um, so, but hey, I'm not going to get off on it. I'm not be like a fucking preacher or anything, man. I do what you do, man. But uh, uh, in general, talking to the people out there, them diet drinks, them Coke Zeros and that shit, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I mean... I, 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 I'm, more, I'm more mad about... Not as much as like people drinking it as like it being fucking advertised as something that it's really not. Like, oh, this is they're pumping it up and you know, like they do everything. Like it's fucking better for you than like a regular soda or it's good for you. Like she's like, nah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, the marketing aspect of it pisses me off. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Like I said, that that was something that, you know, I'd found out about the coffee sweetener, you know, they take, because, you know, my, my goal for, you know, like a fitness is watching the calories and the sugar. So you know, fitness really is easy on that. If you're looking at calories, all the other shit, you know, what the, the other bad shit isn't going to have an effect on your, you know, your caloric intake. Um, but when people look at it, I mean, you know, you can, you've got to weigh it out. It's not healthy. It's an alternative. An alternative doesn't mean it's healthy. Um, and the problem is people hear, well, it's better for me and they tend to drink more of it. So it's, um, or, or, or anything like that. I mean, it doesn't make you fat as fuck. I mean, that, that, those damn sweeteners, man, they bloat you up. And, uh, it, now it does depend on their genetics and shit and all that. But like, I like, I know someone who's got to have that diet Mountain Dew every day. I'm like, Shit. now that shit, man. I know. Listen, I, I, I will. I have an, an unhealthy hate for Mountain Dew in general. Listen, Cokes are probably just as bad. Maybe they're worse, but just Mountain Dew in general looks like radioactive piss. Um, I don't, I don't see how people drink that shit. It's like syrup. It's uh, fucking nasty. And, uh, I get bubbles cause I used to be addicted to it, but the fuck I pretty is much bubbles? quit carbonation carbonated drinks oh know. yeah oh okay yeah the fucking feeling you get because that was the hardest thing when i quit drinking those drinks it was about three to six months of like because you crave that the bubbles yeah. like, you crave that that's what i liked about it i like the fucking front end the hard throat hit you'd get off the first fucking sip of a like ice cold coke man it was awesome and it took me a while, man, but I could totally got off that shit about fucking, I don't know, it's been a while now. I'm not saying I won't have a Coke, like, I don't know, once every fucking eight months or something, or, you know, uh, you know. but I just don't drink that shit. Like, it's, uh, it's either water, and that's, that's really it, man, water, and uh, no alcohol or anything really lately, but, you know, <clears throat> that's about it, man. Uh, and so, you know, some people can't do that shit. I know some people, they just can't drink water, man. They got to have some fucking, it's got to be in a Coke or, you know, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, we have a, a buddy that, uh, you know, you know him, uh, Quack. He used to drink four of those fucking monsters a day. Four of those bastards. And, and that uh, shit will give you a goddamn heart arrhythmia, man. Well, we went to, we, so we went to Walmart one night. This is in our early 20s and he was drinking four a day. We were working construction and shit. And I remember just being up in Walmart and, um, you know, we were mid twenties getting, getting older, but you know, not, not, not kids anymore, but still young. We got on that damn blood pressure machine. We tested our blood pressure. I'm like, Oh yeah, my shit's you know good and stuff. Man, his resting like heart rate as he did that shit was like 96. And I was like, God damn, dude, you just sitting there. But, uh, you know, I, I did want to, you know, back to the soda thing. I did try the other night because that's probably my Achilles heel. I have no problem admitting that. I can eat clean all day. I drink mostly water, but I do love the taste of soda. Um, I, you know, and, and, you know, shit for you. It's absolutely shit. But I did try one of those Olipops. Have you seen one of those? It's all natural bullshit. Yeah, I had some of them. They're not any good. Yeah, well, you know what? I had the root beer, and I was actually surprised. I thought it was pretty good. Eh, I had the grape one and the Coke, the like uh, regular soda one. It tastes like uh, the grape one was okay. Um, okay. It tasted like uh, you know when you go to communion, 
and uh, you get that fucking stale wine, carbonated. Right. Well, it's not carbonated there, but it tasted like a carbonated stale wine. And then the um, the soda one tasted like graham crackers or something. It was off. So, uh, yeah, I tried that, man. It wouldn't do me. Yeah, but I didn't like it. I don't think I've tried the root beer, though. I was impressed. I thought it was good. I will. I'm looking at their website right now. the The price is just way too much, and I just not drink bullshit anyways. It's a uh, uh, a twelve pack is thirty five dollars. I don't think <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna have that. But the ingredients though: carbonated water, uh, cassava root fiber, chicory root, Jerusalem artichoke, Nepal cactus, marshmallow root, some flower shit. Uh, natural root beer flavor, lemon juice, burdock root, um, stevia leaf. So stevia leaf, but then they put an asterisk beside it say extract. So you're still getting stevia there. A little Himalayan pink salt and uh, a couple other things that are all apple juice concentrate. I thought it was really good. I'm not going to pay $35 for a 12 pack of root beers though. Um, it's just not worth that kind of money to me, but um I thought I it was pretty good. Carbonated apple juice kick at one time a few years ago. That oh. stuff that looks like champagne or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It's pretty good though. It's just like carbonated apple juice, and uh, not bad. It's still got sugars, hella sugars in it, but <clears throat> it's not super low. So. Yeah, I'd be down with trying an alternative. Like I said, I'm 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 willing to admit that you know that's probably my worst thing that I consume. Um, and you know I've cut back a lot, but. You know, eating always come natural to me. I'm such a boring fucking eater anyways. Nobody gives a shit. But but also, too, man, like in the South, you know, I see people drink sweet tea all the fucking time. That, to me, is the absolute worst bullshit for somebody. That damn 50 fucking grams of sugar per ounce or whatever the hell it is. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't really drink sweet tea anymore. I'm not just either, so pretty much just the water. We've water, uh, that's it. We're changing lives tonight. We're helping you get away with uh, running away from your wife. We're helping you <laughs> make good choices on this soda and stopping porn addiction. So I think this is a good comeback special. We're really uh, changing lives. The water, though, is, is my absolute favorite. So have, uh, I wouldn't mind. They have those soda streams and shit. Did you ever try one of those? No. Okay. I think about water when I was first getting onto it. I had to have it ice cold, you know. That's the best thing because it's still... I get some kind of something on the front end that's, uh, yeah, it's not bubbles, but yeah, you know, if it's extra cold, it helps out. So, soda stream, uh, CO2 cylinder, you got flavored packages. I wonder what the hell's in those. We'll have to see. Maybe you could try it out with the old missiles. Mm -hmm. I don't know how good, like, what's in the, yeah, like you said, it's what the hell's in that flavor pack, but. <laughs> <laughs> going to look at the ingredients sucralose <laughs> it's not going to say it though man that's, not, that's the trickery but I don't think they would have that there because unless it's like a diet uh, something so who knows about I'd be that laughing my ass off if, uh, that's the shit I'm looking at it I don't see where it says it um, and also the Amazon reviews are actually mostly good but the taste comes in pretty neutral so um, best thing is, yeah, water and uh, I like a little coffee. And sucralose. Bam, bam, biggie. All right, well, let's do a quick break here, folks. Let's uh, drink on drugs and make your bathroom break. And, uh, 
Oh, we'll be right back. Dimensional graphics manufactured by Atari and originally uh, released on uh, the 29th of November 1972. This is one of the earliest uh, arcade video games <laughs> created by Alan Alcorn as a training exercise uh, assigned to him by Atari co founder Nolan Bushnell. But Bushnell and Atari co founder Ted Dabney were surprised by the quality of Alcorn's work and decided to manufacture the game. 
Bushnell based the game's concept in an electronic ping pong game, including the Magnavox Odyssey, the first home video game console. In response, Magnavox later sued Atari for patent infringement. Pong was the first commercially successful video game to help to establish the video game industry along with Magnavox Odyssey. Soon after its release, several companies began producing games that closely mimicked its gameplay. Eventually, Atari competitors released new types of video games that deviated from Pong's original format to varying degrees. This in turn led Atari to encourage its staff to move beyond Pong and produce more innovative games themselves. Atari released several sequels to Pong built upon that uh, built upon the original gameplay by adding new features. During the 1975 Christmas season, Atari released the home version of Pong exclusively through Sears retail stores. The home version was also a commercial success that led to uh, numerous phones. The game was remade on numerous home and portable platforms. Following its release, Pong is a part of the permanent collection of the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. Due to its cultural impact. <laughs> so basically, this is easy here. Pong, two-dimensional sports game, simulate table tennis. The player controls an in-game paddle by moving it vertically across the left or right side of the screen. They can compete against another player controlling a second paddle on the opposing side. Players use paddles to hit ball back and forth. They go for each player to reach 11 points before the opponent. Bonus are uh, pointers earned when one fails to return the ball to the other. Oh, pretty simple game, but uh, still fun. So it doesn't have to be all crazy shit uh, to be a good game, obviously. And, um... Man, just the lasting impact and legacy is just being one of the first video games ever. Uh, I mean, what can you say about that? I want to give this bad boy give it a four out of five because uh, you got so much there. History, culture, they're all wrapped into about the game of there, and then some of the variating versions of it. I remember one when you hit the uh, one into the blocks. And it may disappear. I remember that, yeah. So that was one. So, man, who hasn't Pretty played Pong, you know? Pretty sweet. What you get a sip of? Ah, it's a... Lagger. Lagger, nice. Hopper lagger there. Good old lagger. Yep, yep, yep. I love Pong, yeah. Pretty good. Playing baby playing out here. Cool. Man, football season's over. That sucks. Yeah. Kind of uh kind of sad. Yeah, so we don't really fuck with basketball here, but um you know, that's gonna be the big thing, I guess, or some people would like that. Man, I don't get down on basketball. Yeah, I just can't get into it, man. I've never had fun watching basketball. I've, I've I've tried. I just I just don't, man. I just I don't like it. I don't like it. Really have tried giving it a chance though. Man, it's put like a thousand dollars down on a game. You'll love it, dude. <laughs> You'll be into yeah. it. Yeah, I saw a guy uh, about a year ago. Me and a buddy went to a, a Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, B Dubs, after uh, you know, hanging out and shit, and we met up and went and get a bite. 
this guy was there like intensely watching the basketball on TV. And I'm like, God damn, you're into it. And he talking about, oh, I got all this money on here and it's going to fuck me up. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> he was not having it. So. <clears throat> yeah. Nah, I probably shouldn't uh, be betting like that, but, uh, you know. Yeah. It is what it is sometime. And a, uh, people got their vices. Yeah, he's a degenerate gambler. <laughs> uh, no judging, right? Yeah, I don't know. I never really got into gambling. I don't understand the... Uh, I don't know. I don't get the dynamic. I'm still to, not my thing, man. No, I don't get the, the, you know, well, I take that back. I mean, obviously some horse racing, my granddad had gotten us into that. And I mean, but I mean, again, that's something that I kind of play around on here and there. Kentucky Derby. I'm not going to the track like tipster Jake every, <laughs> every weekend and trying to, trying to make rent something like that. So, um, you know, you can have fun with it though here and there, but it, it's, it's, you see all the things that we've talked about. The, the biggest lesson is learn moderation. You can have a drink. That's fine. You can, you can, you know, look at porn. That's fine. You can uh, gamble here and there. That's fine. Uh, you can have a Diet Coke. That's fine. When you have all this shit constantly, that's when it's not probably that good for you. So uh, moderate your lives, you know, eliminate some of the bad stuff and the frequency in which you do it. Amen, brother. Yeah, we need to have a uh, a segment where we start giving advice to our lovely followers. So if you guys have any uh, uh, advice that you're needing from Grant Mills or Jay Wiggy uh, or Wiss, uh, if you wanna if you wanna really push your luck, um, <laughs> reach out to us here at the show. We'll be glad to give you our honest, thoughtful feedback. Right. That's right. Everybody has a podcast. Podcast uh, advice at yahoo.net. Uh, let's see. We just, <laughs> uh, man. So, so with the football picks, I know that we've been kind of out of it here lately. Um, I mean, does anybody think that Kansas City isn't going to win the fucking Super Bowl? Come on. Yeah, I, I would have KC all the way. I think our last picks, I marked them up. We were, you and I were both three out of four. That was when we were down to Houston, Baltimore, Green Bay, San Fran. Uh, it was Casey, Buffalo, Detroit, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, San Fran, and Baltimore and Houston. So you and I both were 75%. Wiss was 50%. So I don't think I would go against Kansas City um, for the Super Bowl. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? I guess so. I guess. Yeah. See, there's no enthusiasm for it for me. I, you know, I'll watch it, but I'm not like – thrilled about it i guess i mean i don't know it's kind of weird uh once you get to the super bowl it's just like yeah more of a spectacle i don't know never really care about it i like the regular season better but yeah I know. it is what it is i guess it's uh an excuse to party if you like super bowl parties or do that or know anybody it does that or you know that kind of deal yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it's probably the... And the marketing with the commercials and they make it into all that shit, so... Shit's stupid. Yeah, it's just kind of... Yeah, it's just kind of like a... I don't know, man. I look at it more as like a... Like I said, a spectacle. It's just a, like a marketing 
blitz and uh companies trying to get their commercials and whatever ads in and eh I don't know. I don't know. And uh so yay. Yeah. The Pro Bowl's been kind of weird. They don't they just do flag football now in a bunch of different uh Ugh. competitions, so I don't know, man. I think they should just get rid of the fucking Pro Bowl, man. Because you're not going to put it in there. It's like an all-star game, or it used to be, and back when they dressed out. And you know, who's going to have an all-star game, an NFL all-star game in the middle of the season like they do basketball? It just doesn't wouldn't make any sense because that's how you'd have to do it. And then, you know, just get rid of it. You know, yeah. fucking Pro Bowl. They used to do so much more fun shit, I feel like, back in the day with the, uh, you know, the long ball contest to see who could throw it that far. Um, you know, just, I don't know, it seemed like more fun uh, way back when, and people cared about it. Kind of like the Senior Bowl. The senior Bowl's always been under the radar for college football, but, man, I always thought it was kind of cool to watch. Um, but, yeah, nobody gives a shit about the Senior Bowl anymore. That's true. I don't even. I think I might have saw some of it, but uh, I didn't. I'm like watching it intently or anything. <clears throat> but I mean, it was a little bit of uh, you know something to watch there. I think the Super Bowl would be more compelling if the Lions would have made it. It just seems to be not very. It's the 49ers in this Kansas City, which, like I said, I mean they're. Two good teams, but I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Come on, I just feel like they're gonna win. They always do. They he's got two already. Uh, I don't know, kind of boring. Yeah, it's the same teams. Yeah, I mean, I guess I know was... last year was different, but it's still like four ers were in the running up until, you know, um, but they got eliminated, so they went in the Super Bowl last year. But that's how people felt about Alabama. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. He's doing recruiting, at least. <clears throat> and he's yeah. saved some recruits. So, a lot better than Brian Harbin, or whatever his fucking name is. He didn't do anything, so... He seems like he's getting the players on his side. I, I think that's a... Uh, uh, you know, I, I, everybody that I have seen in articles say he's a you know fantastic coach. He's good at relating to the guys. I mean, he, he he's a winner. I mean, at the, you know, uh, I don't think you automatically go to Alabama and you're going to lose. Is he going to be Saban? You know, people say, well, no, he can't be. No, you can't be Nick Saban, but can you be better? Can you be worse? Nobody fucking knows yet. You know, I, I think doing what Saban did is a really tall order, but never say never. Um, so you just have to wait and wait and see. But I think he's off to a good start. Um, I don't think Alabama is going to be a uh, Vanderbilt all of a sudden because they have a fucking different coach. Even, you know, people don't recognize that. I'm going to have to get my, my, uh, my history book. And I think I said it on the, uh, the podcast before, but even under some of the shitty coaches, Alabama had 10 win seasons. It wasn't like they were just shitty. They had really shitty seasons. Um, let's go back. Uh, Gene Stallings' last season was 1996. He was 10 and three. Mike Dubose took over the next year, and he took over for four seasons, 
Uh, he was arguably the worst of the coaches. He had two losing seasons, four and seven, three and eight, but he still had a 10 and three season in 1999. They won the SEC championship. They lost the Orange Bowl. They had a seven and five. So he had two winning seasons. He was arguably the fucking worst. Francione was decent, seven and five and a 10 and three. And uh, Mike Shula, uh, man, Shula. Uh, I don't think he was as worse as, uh, well, he started off four and nine. That's after Frangioni left. You remember that? Left him on a video call. So, but he had a 10 win season too. So even in the coaching carousel, Stallings finishes with a 10 win season. Dubose had a 10 win season. Frangioni, 10 wins. And uh, Shula, also a 10 win season. So, in scattered in between, Alabama had some really bad seasons three and eight, four and seven, four and nine, six and seven, six and six. Uh, not gonna lie, but Alabama still, I, I've always set the barometer as 10 win seasons was a good, a good season. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think very good season. In fact, uh, Ray Perkins had a 10 win season, Bill Curry had a 10 win season. So what I'm getting by that is the coaches are bad, but Alabama football has always been good regardless of the coach. The uh, last coach to not have a 10-win season at Alabama was Jennings Ears Whitworth back in 1955 through 1957. He had an 0-10 season and a 2-7 and a 2-7. That's a fucking terrible. What a piece of shit. I think I know him, y'all. <laughs> well, damn. Here's Whitworth. He was four and twenty-four in his tenure, three years at Alabama. So, um, you know what? That's kind of funny, though. Actually, all the coaches. Um, look, I think every coach that's been at Alabama, Wallace Wade, Frank Thomas, besides those eighteen hundred coaches before they even. But no, he had a ten-win season. Zen Scott. Okay, before they even played 10 games a year, every coach, starting from 1920, had a 10-win season besides fucking Ears Whitworth. So, fuck him. What a name, Ears Whitworth. Damn. <laughs> that ain't so nice. I don't know if I'd like that. No, I don't think I'd like that shit either. I'm going to have to look at a picture of him and see if he earned that name with some big old ears or some shit. <laughs> yeah, he was terrible. Oh, ears went horrible. Yeah, he was a he was a piece of shit. Also coached at Oklahoma State, and guess what? All he had there was a uh, well, no, take it back. He had two winning seasons and three losing seasons. He was a fucking loser as a coach. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right, I went on my man. I we we have been passionate about some topics tonight. That's a good thing. It makes it fun. We're revitalized. We're feeling good. Uh, I'm looking at Ears Whitworth picture, and yes, he definitely earned the name Ears. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to you know Bama football, that's kind of our uh, you know pinnacle lately in, in the college football world. I think they'll be fine under Kalen DeBoer. I mean, he's done uh, you know good where he's gone. Every coach has done well at Alabama because Alabama is a good program. It to me, it's like handing over the keys to a nice sports car. It's going to perform no matter what. It's just how you handle it is what you're going to get out of it. So, um, you know, we'll see. Yes, we shall see, folks. And, uh, you know, what I mean, what I do. Oh, man. So, um, 
What's on tap for this week, man? You know, the, the new gig and what's going on? New gig, I'm actually doing some training. I have a uh, co-worker in town this week who's uh, meeting up, to, uh, I think, the rest of the week, going over some system stuff and some other, you know, corporate language that we have to work on. So that kind of shit. Nothing too exciting, but, you know, is what it is. Got to keep the uh, paychecks coming in, keep the family fed. So what about yourself, Grammy? Grammy? Oh, just getting out there doing visits and... Uh... Oh, that shit, uh... Gotta go, but lay with baby, y'all, Paula. Alright. Any, uh... Any quotes or... Um... Thoughts for the folks before we get out of here? You know what? I was ill-prepared. I did not even write my quote down this week. But I will say this. We are glad, thrilled, uh, happy... <laughs> That's the lowest word I'm coming with. That. Be back. 2024 is going to be a good year. We're going to have a lot to talk about coming up. Your feedback is always appreciated here on the show. And I will let Grant Mills take us home. All right, everyone. Check out the old episodes. Hit subscribe. And all you guys have a great week. weekend. We'll be back here at 930 in the dirty. See you then. Until then, have a great one, folks. We I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs>